0: what's happening people welcome to another episode of natty news daily we got a guest from across the pond mr jack piad um those of you watching more than likely know who jack is but if you don't um jack just give people a quick rundown of who you are how long you've been in
1: bodybuilding and, and then we'll dive in yeah sure so first off thanks for having me on mate um I'm an avid watcher of the channel, um, that. <laughs> and, and like we said off air, you know, we've been following each other for years now, so it's cool to yep. see you, to, it's cool to see what you've done with the old, um, you know, the Instagram page, to YouTube. Yeah, we're getting there, man. So, super cool. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, like if you don't know me, my name's Jack, I've been sort of in the industry for quite a while now, I competed last in 2018. Um, didn't do too well did okay for my first season but it wasn't the best and this year's been far better in regards to the placings the way I've looked just the way that I've gone about the prep yep. I'm also a full-time coach so I've been coaching online now for I don't know, five years so well wow. yeah yeah I've, I've been in the industry for quite a while and I'm, I'm enjoying it like I'm really enjoying like the sort of the natural side of the bodybuilding at the moment it's it's, it's crazy like some of the competitors are just unreal, like oh, that's crazy, that's insane. Yeah, um, but yeah, like, like I said, guys, if you're not following the channel, follow the channel. Um, what Leroy is doing with the whole natural side of stuff is, is superb. Um, thank you, and, and, and again, mate, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Oh,
0: for sure. I'm glad we could set this up. So, touch on, I guess, because you, you briefly mentioned 2018, it wasn't, wasn't the best season um with regards to like your look and your placing and stuff like that. So can you touch on the mis- the mistakes or the shortfalls you think you had that that year? Cause I remember I yeah. think I-, I started to follow you around that time and-, and I was very new to bodybuilding too. So I can I can attest that I didn't really know what was potentially going wrong at the mm. time because I-, I didn't know either.
1: Mm. Yeah. I mean I don't think anything went particularly wrong. I think it was just a case of I didn't have the muscle that I needed. Sure. Um, the diet the diet was initially a mini cut that went way further than a mini cut into a contest prep that realistically shouldn't have happened but when you're in those those moments you're just like fuck yeah. it I'm just going to take it all the way there yeah. just, in hindsight it was just a pathetic poor idea for me but like the season itself wasn't the best it wasn't the worst because like, I placed at every show but for me, the issue was the look. I was never happy ever yeah. with, with how I looked. Like, I remember I, every lot of stage pictures I received, I, I genuinely deleted them straight away. Oh, wow. Uh, I, was, I was so, yeah, I, I was so unhappy and upset with what I, what I saw and what I presented. And that wasn't anyone else's fault. That wasn't my fault, really. It was just a case of I didn't have the muscle and the diet was way too long and I, ju- and I didn't have the muscle. Yeah. to be honest and I, I just didn't have the muscle underneath the fat that i potentially thought i i did have and it and it just it just it just it ended up being a really stringy small soft physique that just it just looks it just looked horrendous in my opinion um but then again you know i still placed it every show yeah so <laughs> It's you tough, right? Because you, you look at yeah. it from like a
0: placings perspective and you're like, oh, it was a good season. But yeah, when you look when you look at the physique, you're like,
1: the hell was I doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Like I remember the first show I did, um, it was the BNBF Southern and I, I placed second to actually someone called Luke who was who actually went on to I think he won the overall that day. He was he was mad, like he was mega. Like I could have easily won that show if he didn't if he didn't turn up. Right. He he was one of those bodybuilders who were like, whoa holy shit, you're fucking good. Yeah. Um, so I could have easily won that show and then I could be sitting here now and saying, well, I had a better season, but it it wouldn't really have changed my perspective and opinion on the look, which ultimately I just, I really wasn't happy with at all. Um, and I just got progressively worse as the season went on, <laughs> as I tried to diet down and tried, tried to get even leaner. And, and all I did really was just say goodbye to more muscle than I already said goodbye to initially. So yeah, I remember uh, I remember
0: you saying too you like you were constantly chasing like leaner, 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 even though you were like, you know, sub 150, and, you know, 149, 148, 147, like
1: you just kept going, right? Yeah. I, I remember I got down to like 140, 142 or 141.8, and holy shit, the, the look was fucking dreadful, mate. Yeah. So bad. <laughs> I, but I was happy though because I was losing weight on the scale. Yeah, see, that's where it gets you, right? You start, I was so happy you start about- to get a little I was like, I must look better, and <laughs> a lot of pictures that I, that I that I proceeded to look at were dreadful. Yeah. But I was like, oh no, I'll, I'll be okay. And on stage, you just look actually worse because you can kind of you can kind of get away with it in the gym lighting a little bit. You can kind of get okay. the angles. Yeah. On stage, you can't get any angles. It's how you look is how you look, and if you don't look yeah. good, you're gonna we'll you're gonna know about it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. I think I think everybody. Well. I mean, not everybody but a lot of us can attest to those early competitions where you're like you know you can look back like i can look back at my old photos and you know you, you don't look terrible but you know you compare to now right and it's just like what was i even
1: doing <laughs> mm, I, I think the standard as well changes because then yes that is I, I very have, true i didn't really have as much experience on what looks good and what doesn't look good and the standard then compared to now like yep. like like the standard and the caliber of people competing is is completely different
0: oh yeah it, even even that. uh you know the show that you just competed in like even like the teens and stuff over there are just
1: like nuts <laughs> hey, the, the team the team was ridiculous <laughs> i saw him backstage and i was like wow like yeah so much muscle it's, it's, <laughs> insane. it's insane and to and to think what an individual like that could do in like five years was just, it is mind-blowing and it's cool to see that individuals now at a younger age are taking it really seriously
0: yeah yeah Uh, there's definitely way more knowledge and and kind of uh and i guess a a broader reach for for good information about bodybuilding like i think you and i can probably attest to like the early years was what we read in magazines and shit right like you just did mm -hmm. what you did whatever article you read in a magazine and and it, it if it worked great but it probably didn't Whereas yeah. now guys have access to like information and, and coaches like, like you, for example, that, you know, you have that information that you can share and, and, you know, guys at 17, 18 years old are doing what we're doing at, in our twenties.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's so true, mate. Like I coach a lot of younger guys, like yep. 19, 20, 21, 22, and they're all like on it Yeah, because they, because they actually know. What like what, what you've actually got to do to improve, and what it actually takes, don't I mean, of this bullshit. You know, like the stuff that people post about on Instagram, it like because we know exactly what it actually takes to improve your physique, and what what you actually need to do in your off season, and yep. in a prep, and how to maintain performance, and you know the mindset and the psychology behind training in a deficit. Like it's it's just crazy, and it's just going to allow individuals to just improve in preps maintain the tissue they've got and present just a really well rounded dense physique that's conditioned as well which is awesome yep yep
0: all right so let's jump to the time period between 18 and now you know you've been training you've been eating you've been lifting you've been getting through lockdowns (laughs) so just i guess just kind of quickly run through the last three years what's what's that looked like for
1: you yeah for sure so post-show in 2018 i struggled a lot big time um with overeating for sure yeah, um i've been there i've been there yeah i mean i actually looked back at some pictures like four weeks post show and i I'm, I'm not sure what was going on but I, I looked real bad like really bad because i just i think i didn't really have any real self-control although i thought i did and i kind of tricked myself into thinking that i was being adherent when yeah no <laughs> I, really, I really wasn't at all um I spent the whole of 2019 pretty much gaining with a few mini cuts here and there um I don't think that I'm at, well not I don't think I, I'm 100% positive I didn't maximize that year in, in terms of building muscle because that was a year where I was really um starting to get crazy crazy busy with, with coaching I, like I remember going to like body power and having like, f- like five clients, at body power competing. And, and I just didn't have any management skills yeah. with me regarding myself and my stresses. So yeah. I was like, I don't care about my training and my nutrition right now. All I care about is my clients. Yeah. And that's that. tough
0: for sure. Yeah. I, I can, I can feel that. And I think anybody who's like coached, you know, multiple athletes for a show, for example, like when you're trying to get multiple guys ready and then you got to like eat a meal or two in that time period you know it, it's hard to just be like give me a sec guys eat you know because you feel guilty about it i find
1: mm. I, I, I just wasn't eating and because I, yeah. I, I was i was chronically stressed around that bed like that period of time and um, purely because it was just new to me you know having a, such a high workload yeah. um, and having more pressure from coaching more competitors that i haven't ever experienced before so that year was you know, I definitely built some muscle. I definitely trained well, but I wasn't maximizing anything really whatsoever. Um, and then moving into 2020, obviously, I was going to prep in 2020, wasn't I? Um, looking back, but then we had the the whole COVID stuff um, <laughs> to be honest with you the fact that that actually happened was probably a blessing because it just allowed me more time to actually get better I,
0: uh, I, I I can say the exact same thing my friend I think that was probably the best thing
1: that's ever happened to me from a bodybuilding perspective that's for sure I remember I, I remember we actually spoke about that on DMs and I was like yeah I, I said I said to you I was like mate just just don't just compete yeah. next year yeah
0: I, I, if I if I wanted to right now I could scroll and find that message he's not lying people he's that yeah.
1: true yeah and then um So, we had the lockdowns from like March, and that was just about five or six months of training outside with the barbell. (laughs) With the boys. Yeah, that was, you know, fun, I I suppose, for a bit. It was all right for a bit. Was I maximizing anything? Probably not. God, no. (laughs) I I, I was just doing it more so from like a, a mentality perspective, keeping myself sane. Yeah, was a really hard period of time, um, really difficult. And then moving into sort of the end of the year, we went into lockdown again. Didn't we? We had another lockdown in the UK, November for a month, which was just, again, just very frustrating. Luckily that I I actually had access to a gym then, which I was very grateful for. Um, So I was still able to train like that six month time from like. July up to the end of the year was very stressful um I had a lot of stuff going on in my personal life so like for example I was in a relationship people probably know you'll probably know I was in a relationship um which which came to an end um and that was just a very stressful period of time for me in general so again definitely was not maximizing my my bodybuilding potential whatsoever um got into 2021 and I was like fuck this you know, we had another lockdown, and it was for four months in the end. And I actually ended up just going over to Dubai for four months, yeah. Um, which was probably the best thing I've ever done ever, for like, for, like for my bodybuilding, for my business, and just for my like mindset. Yeah. Because I was in a horrendous place back in January. Um, not not a good place mentally. Just just gone through a breakup. Um, we just went into a lockdown. gym's closed. You kind of you felt yeah. I felt a little bit trapped. For sure. Um, and um, people close to me will know this as well. Like I was in a bad place. So I was like, fuck this. I'm going to Dubai. So I went to Dubai for, I think, four just under four months, which was incredibly productive. You all
0: like, by yourself there?
1: Yeah, I went over there by myself. Um, yeah. Really, really, really enjoyable experience. Um, the gyms over there were fantastic. Uh, the facilities were great. The hot weather, it, it was nice. Um, and I was able to progress a lot over there. Like I, I remember I was able to really take a big step forwards with my, with my training because I just had no, I had no stress, like no stress. That's huge. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I really enjoyed that period of time, to be honest, definitely wouldn't want to live over in Dubai. Definitely not somewhere I want to be permanently, but it, but it was very beneficial for me for my bodybuilding and just my mindset. Yep. Um, and then started prep. I think I started prep now, what was it the end of March? Very heavy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, very heavy. I think I was like, I think I got up to You're like two hundred two or something. Right? Yeah, two hundred four. Uh, heavier than that. Really? Like, Damn. Yeah. I think I was like two. I think two eleven point four was the heaviest. I was.
0: How tall are you again? You're my height, right? Five seven, five eight, five eight, just over five eight. um man, man I felt like shit at two hundred, and you still had eleven on that. Oh, frick! Hey, it was
1: it, it it was a messy two hundred. Oh 200. yeah. It doesn't feel good. Let's be honest. It doesn't feel good. No, and I was you know at the end of the day, my my calorie intake to get to that was high, and the food quality was poor. Yeah. Again, things like things that I've learned that I can take into my you know subsequent off seasons. Um, mm-hmm. but I was strong though. Like I was really strong, really strong for me. Yeah. Like I was really like I was, and I was as strong as ever been. I was pressing like the fifty-eight kilo dumbbells you know barber rowing 150 kilos you know rdl 190 kilos back squatting four plates stuff i just couldn't do without that body weight um now was is there merit in getting that heavy again no probably not but was there merit in getting that heavy absolutely and i do think that every so often not every so often but i think at least once you should get a little fat um for like and, and just see what's too fat and what's not too fat yeah and where your like body com- where your best body composition lies to sort of facilitate performance yeah
0: sense. no for sure and and for those listening that when he says fat you're gonna look at you know if you happen to scroll back on jack's feed and see his photos at 211 he's not fat right that's purely a, a bodybuilding perspective but you know, comparatively speaking, was he a little soft, more than likely. (laughs) yeah. Yeah. But you're right. I, 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 I think there's a, you know, when I, when I was pushing 200, I felt like, I just felt big. Like I felt like I could go in the gym and move a lot of weight, which is like, like you just said. Right. And I do agree with you that I think there's a lot of merit to like, you know, getting up there at those higher ends and seeing, you know, what you can do in the gym and, you know, you're eating a lot. So if you really train hard, eat a lot and get good rest. Like good things
1: are going to happen regardless of if you're a little pudgy or not. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. And I think, like I said, at least once you should, you should push the envelope a little bit yep. and get a little soft and and just, and just see where, and just see where you're at and see what that yields with your performance. Um, and then obviously we started prep. I started prep at the end of March, I think. Um, and yeah, we well, we um, my coach and I at the time we decided to start prep because we just needed to needed to get get into into dieting because we we knew we had quite a lot of fat to take off. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, well, my first show was when did I first compete? I think it was the twenty fourth of August, which was a show that I, I absolutely wasn't lean enough for one hundred percent, but I had the muscularity. Which one was that? um it was like a it was like a random show that adrian actually told me to do it was called the dw classic it was like a new federation yep it was a drug tested federation um and he was just like why don't you just do it and just see what happens um which i thought at the time i was like i wasn't sure um because i knew that i wasn't lean enough but like i said i had the fullness had the muscularity and i had good shape yeah um Ended up doing very well there and winning the overall, which is pretty cool. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting it, to be honest, because like I said, I wasn't lean enough for my standards. Um, and then I had, I think it was like a three week gap, got another sort of six pounds off, went to do the, I did the UK up show Yep. Um, in, where was that again? Milton Keynes, I think. And I came third, which was... Which which was not good. I wasn't happy with that at all. Yeah, that one that one bugged you. I remember. Yeah, it it, it it pissed me <laughs> off. Yeah, it pissed me off. Um, no, I'm not gonna like like slate like judges and stuff because it's bullshit. But like, I don't really think I was third personally. Um, people, other people didn't. Uh, but it is what it is. It's a bodybuilding show. It's you know it's subjective and whatever. You know, I was competing against people who who were assisted anyway. Um, not that that's an excuse, but I don't think I was third. But again. I looked pretty good there. I was happy with how I looked. Like I was happy with what I presented. And then we drove over to the. Um, where did I go then? I went up to Liverpool the next day, which was um, stressful as hell. I went up to Liverpool with my client, and I did the Northern, the BMBF show. That after the UK up, I wasn't actually going to do. I was sitting there, Adrian, um, and we were like, "What do we? What do we do? Do we wrap it up? Do we? Do we finish the season? Do we continue?" and he was like, "Mate, just just go and do it," um, and I was like, "Okay." So we obviously went and did it. So I went and did it, ended up winning, which I was very happy with. Um, again, fullness, muscularity was fantastic for me. Easily the biggest I've ever been on stage. One hundred percent was I leaning? You, recall, off of you recall your body weight at that one? Um, I think I was one sixty six point four. I think so. I was like four pounds, five pounds lighter from the previous show. Yep. Um, and I wasn't lean enough again. I, I, I know that, um, but I still won. So yep. I was I was, I, I was absolutely over the moon. Like I wasn't lean enough. And in you know I, I got post show um, feedback from the judges, the the people the be the, the from the um, from Vicky the one of the people who um, owns the BNBF and she's awesome and she was like you know it's there the muscles there the shapes there just you've, got, you've, you've just got to bring it in for the finals and I was like I knew that um yeah, yeah. but I was happy I was happy with the muscularity that I presented it, and um, I remember speaking to Kifi afterwards and he was like mate you know you, you're miles better just you pose perfectly just keep, like take it off take take it all off and yeah. you'll, you'll be competitive so that so that was fun that was fun yeah and then we had, well, mate, oh, wow, holy shit. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah, man. Then we had the last six weeks, which uh, which was savage. Do you want to ask me any questions after that information I've given you? Is there anything you want to ask? You might be.
0: Oh, thinking. yeah. F- actually, actually yes. Um, so someone asked, like, because you, you were posting, you know, not being shy about it, that you were feeling like death. So someone asked, like, what was your cal- caloric intake and
1: your expenditure during the last when? couple of weeks? What? Last couple of weeks for the show I've just done? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So, um, after the BNBF, we had six weeks. Yep. I wasn't sure if I was going to do it. And then I decided to do it. The first two weeks, my body weight really didn't do anything. It didn't move at all. Um, I remember we got to like one sixty five point eight, and we were like, okay, we have four weeks
0: here.
1: (laughs) We, we, like me and Adrian knew that we were not going to win a British title as a middleweight and it wasn't going to happen this year and haven't got enough muscle to do it. Um we got to three weeks out my weight wasn't even moving still um which was which was which was really stressful to be honest. Um I don't know why that was so
0: so knowing that you were 149 correct
1: I was 149.6 So you
0: just said 165 at three weeks out and you're 149 at the show. I know this is gonna
1: be nasty. Continue (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah yeah it really it really was to be honest I'm not gonna lie. So my calories at this point were already low, mate, to be honest, that they were below 2000 every day. Yeah. Um, my, my cardio was, I think it was three times, no, four times a week at 45 minutes, no, four times a week at 30 minutes, and I was doing like 15k steps.
0: Sure.
1: Um, so I was about two, just under 2000, 1,800. And then we got, we managed to pull down without any adjustments from like three weeks out. We were about, I think I was about 162 pounds. And then and, and then we would and then it was about 19 days out. And me and Adrian obviously converse every day and I was checking in daily. And he was like, mate, you need to check in every day. I need pictures, I need your body weight, and we need to communicate every day. And from there it was it was daily manipulations from Adrian. Um yeah, so I I got <laughs> this is kind of fucked up, but I'm i gonna go <laughs> in I think people will find it quite oh, interesting. For sure. Yeah, you gotta um, know, man. This shit's not easy. Yeah, I mean my low days were down to about 50 to 75 grams of carbs protein was about 150 and fats were around about 30 um from about 19 days out i didn't really i think off the top of my head that's about 1100 1200 calories i I wasn't really focused on the calories at all i was just letting adrian give me the numbers and i was like
0: yeah mate
1: just tell me what to do and i'll do it like i wasn't looking at the calories at all because i had like a meal plan that i was just following um cardio was up to every day um, at sort of 45 minutes daily yeah. um, that brought me down to 150 if I remember right 158 from I think I was two weeks out of 158 I, I, I still still was far off where I needed to be body weight wise and the condi- like my condition was coming I, I, I was co- it, it was coming I was posing every day after sessions um posing every morning and, and it was coming for sure but my body weight was was it wasn't where we needed it, and we were two weeks out, about twelve days out. Um, calories, dipped, <laughs> just, dipped, I believe, just below the, just below thousand a day. Wow. Yeah. Um, cardio was was two two times per day. Holy shit, man. Um, and steps were fifteen to twenty thousand a day, um, and they were savage. Yeah. Savage days. Um. That. Bear in mind, guys. Everyone watching this. That created a ton of fatigue, a ton of inflammation. Right. I was my, my training was purely f- fueled from like adrenaline. i Not not gonna lie to you. <laughs> like I had no food really coming in, and I was training like a madman. I was t- I was going into the gym pretty pretty angry and aggressive at all times. I've had a lot of questions about how you we were able to maintain your strength and I think a lot of that was just psychological
0: yeah, mentally, I,
1: because, yeah because I knew that I could take my calories low and I could still maintain my muscle yeah. maintain the muscle mass I had if I could still train hard and stay strong which I was able to do so we got to like 10 days out and I was at about 158 um and we managed to get down to I believe 156.8, but still, still not, not where we needed to do, not where we needed to be. So then that's when we had to to seriously drop the hammer. Um, We had to take calories down even more. Um, So yeah, bear in mind guys, no refeeds here at all, just pretty much sub a thousand calories a day. There was no time for refeeds. Um, Training was, was, was very hard. um, Very, very difficult. Cardio was incredibly high um steps were incredibly high stress was incredibly high yep. um so I, I think we got to a week out and i was at one got to a week out i was like 150 155.8 still miles off the mark um we started to introduce um daily saunas
0: <laughs> oh is,
1: man messed up to be honest and I, I, yeah. I, i'm gonna be on it completely honest and transparent so we were having a sauna in the morning with 45 minutes of, of fasted TV um jesus yeah which pulled me down to into the 155s uh again checking in daily um, pictures of pictures are actually still getting better i was still getting harder daily which was interesting that i was still able to maintain the density that i was able to maintain i put that down to just my performance i was you yeah. I, I was still i was still training well um but again, nowhere near where where we needed to be body weight wise. Um, so what we had to do was we had to actually start loading, loading water from five days out, six days out. We went up to about, we started off about eight liters. So we did like eight liters, 10 liters, 12 liters. Um, yeah. So we had to load water. Um, and then from a day, two days out, we, we, we pulled, and then not two days, about one and a half days out, we pulled fluid, uh, Think it was about half three two days uh, what, a day and a half out and we loaded on vitamin c so we so we, so we tapered water basically we tapered water up tapered water up um, and then we started to pour water from the subsequent day so we just did yeah. like six liters so we basically halved it um, and we did six liters and then we did like a, a gram of vitamin c per every two liters um, and then I was able to actually drop from that about seven pounds, seven, eight pounds. I didn't have any food for almost the whole day. Um, and, and, I, and I didn't drink any, any water for about 20 hours, 20, oh, 21, 22 hours. Um, I woke up on show day. Um, bear in mind, the lightest I was ever was, <laughs> one, was 155.8. I woke up on show day at 151.2. Um, and this was like five a.m. And we still knew that we we, we still knew, to, knew that that potentially there was still work to do. We still had to pull more body weight off. So then from there, it was just a case of putting in a little bit more vitamin C and and just going to the toilet as frequently as possible, basically. Yeah. Um, and I was able to weigh. I was able to weigh in at sixty eight kilos, which was one forty nine. Uh, what i weighed in which was about point, point 0.4 below the the cutoff as a lightweight um which was i can't even describe to you how savage that was i can't <laughs> describe to you um i i'm sure adrian will post about it at some point but it was the most it was the most savage thing i've ever actually had to do yeah but in this in those moments there i was thinking what have i got to do to win the show yep what do I have to do to win the show I will do anything I have anything in my power power to win the show I said to Adrian I was like I don't care if I almost die like I need to win the show I need to be a lightweight I need to win the show and he was like okay I'll like we'll 100% we'll we'll get you in the class so obviously got on the got in the class we had what do you you want to ask me any questions or 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 do you want me to just continue just
0: keep going man this is interesting that's for sure
1: Yeah, so we got into the class. Um, felt pretty, pretty, pretty dreadful. I don't know. Yeah, upon <laughs> way in, um, I remember Vicky said to me, she was like, "Are you alright?" I was like, "Yeah, it's just about." She was like, "Yeah, I can tell you've, um, I can tell that you've suffered to get to this 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 point." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I was like, yeah." You don't know yeah, that. Yeah, happened, yeah, <laughs> yeah, You're not wrong there. Um, and we had about two and a half, three hours from there to hydrate, really. Uh, so we so we put in a liter and a half of water. Rice cakes, jam, and Adrian was pretty much just on me every thirty minutes, making sure that we were basically just. I was going to the toilet as frequently as possible, making sure I was hydrated. Because it took me quite a while to to actually hydrate, um just from obviously being incredibly dehydrated for so long, yeah. um, and I went massively flat, mate. Like you know, I hadn't eaten in hours and I, wasn't, I walked yeah. out days not days but just done- <laughs> um so we pretty much had three hours to fill out um which honestly my m- like my body responded so well to the food that we put in it was it was it was insane Perfect. like it was insane like it's my my body's super compensated like crazy um and yeah it it's just all it just all came 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 together on the day man like i pumped up i was uh, i was hydrated and I came out, and, and to be honest with you, mate, like when we were backstage, I knew I had it. I knew it was mine. To be honest, and I, all I all I knew was that I had to, I had to uh, display it well, yep. and you had to present it well, and you had to pose well. Um, and knew I knew I was shredded, and yeah, when I came out, man, it was it, it was. I I knew it was over. To be honest with you, because I just knew I could hear Adrian and Quinn. Obviously, Adrian one of my best absolute best mates and and my and my coach and quinn one of my clients and best mates and they were like those two don't bullshit me ever ever and they won't ever talk shit ever yeah Yeah. when i came out they they were just like it's over i I, and i knew it because i i knew that i hadn't lost the muscle i knew i still had the tissue i knew i just needed to fill out and i knew i needed to present it well and get a good pump which i did um and then and then, and, that, and that's it, man. It all came together. It all came together. That's awesome. What a what a journey. Jeez. Me, it was it was it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Honestly, I can't even describe to you. Um, it was so savage getting into that class. I won't ever be a lightweight again, ever. <laughs> no. <laughs> no way. Oh, <laughs> um, that's nuts. But, yeah, but I, I'm really glad that. I'm really glad that I I, I didn't just like. A lot of people would have given up man it was savage you know i didn't feel good at all my, my mental health was a little bit in the gutters yeah um, but yeah i'm really pleased that i i sort of pressed on and got it done for sure
0: yep and you were you were rewarded for it which definitely made it that much sweeter right
1: oh mate yeah i, I can't describe to you to be honest the feeling after um yeah like it's just so happy like that's awesome. you know, all that work that you put in, and then it just comes together in that moment, and you're like, "Fuck me!" Thank God for that. Yeah, <laughs> good thing that happened. <laughs> I knew I, I I knew I was capable of doing it. I I just needed I just needed to take it off and get it done, basically. Yeah, yep. yeah, for sure.
0: Awesome, man. Let's uh let's close this out with what's next. Where are you at, and what's what's the next? uh You know, what's the future look like?
1: Yeah, for sure. So it's really it's it's a shame that there was no kind of like world finals. Um, because of this, all this COVID bullshit, like they're still yeah. in certain areas that they're, they're still not allowing travel and stuff like that. Um, so that was frustrating because I, I really would have liked to compete again. Yeah. I feel like I could have definitely competed again and presented something even better, but obviously, so so be it, You know, the whole coronavirus stuff was a little, a little infuriating, and it's definitely caused an issue. Because obviously, like I've seen the um, the UK DFB have had multiple world finals. Um, worlds haven't they? Like they have not they had one in romania on the weekend and then and they had yeah uh, I think there's another one and i was just oh man like I, I would have liked to do another show but for me the goal from here is to is to stay stay tight make sure that i'm staying really really composed post-show i'm, I'm like I'm like two pounds up from stage weight which yep. is, is, is just fullness to be honest um because i haven't i haven't been or anything like that I, I i see myself as a fairly experienced competitor now so yeah gone are the days are gone are the days of overeating you know like it doesn't make sense to me so the goal yep. is to keep it tight um and just make improvements and potentially come back next year as a middleweight okay with eight, with eight to ten pounds of added tissue and really see to get like get a pro card that's my goal um and when I next compete I will 100% get a pro card like I said to people this year I said to people said to me this year you know you like you're not going to place in any shows, And I said, I will 100% win all of my shows. And I've done that. And I, when I next compete, like it, next year, if it's next year, if I've made the improvements, I will 100% win a pro card. Um, I believe I'm very much capable of it. I just need the tissue in the right places. What's the um, one you're chasing? I'm going to stick with the BNBF because I, I, really, I really like the way that it's run. Um, and again, I'm, I'm not discrediting other federations if at all. Um, I just like the way it's run. I've really enjoyed my experience with the BMBF this year. Yep. Um, and it's just it's just been it's just been an enjoyable experience. You know, like I said, I've competed mm-hmm. with other federations before. Not to say that I'm not going to compete with other federations because I may well do, but I would love a DFAC uh, pro card. That would be really cool, to be honest. Um, yep. If it's next year, if it's next year, if it's year after, if it's year after, but I will, it will happen for sure, for sure. Awesome. You guys heard it here first. So, uh,
0: we can, we can play this back sometime next year. Oh, absolutely, mate. Play it back. It's, it's going to happen. I promise you that. That's awesome. Um, plug the social media coaching, man. If people want
1: to get in touch, where do they find you? Yeah. So search me on Instagram. So Jack underscore Piad. You'll, you'll find me if you search me on the, um, the search engine on Instagram, um in regards to coaching if you're interested in coaching just send me over a dm to be honest i'm not really not really taking on clients to be honest with you like i don't really not really looking for clients um but if you're an individual who's sort of wanting to compete um and take it very seriously and ultimately become you know someone who's very very good at this then i'll be very much looking to help you of course um but yeah I'm, i'm looking to become a little bit like a little more active on stuff like youtube but honestly mate I was planning on doing it, but I was just being, I've been so, so, on the so I just haven't had the energy to do it. Like I was going to film the show day, yep. mate. I, ju- I just couldn't fathom yep. having to talk to a camera when I, I genuinely couldn't even fucking think. do anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Think. Even communicate with like people close to me. I just couldn't do it. So yeah. yeah. Um, if you want to follow me on my socials, do it. Um, you know, I'm going to try and document as much as I can on there regarding sort of where I'm at and and the process and just make sure that I'm keeping the off season, you know, very transparent as well as always. Um, but yeah, if, if, if anyone has any questions regarding my prep, or if you want to ask me anything, then just feel free to send me over a DM and I'll be happy to be happy to answer anything you have, have to ask. Perfect. All right, guys, if you enjoyed
0: this episode with Jack, give it a like, don't forget to subscribe and don't forget to follow him on social media, support him on this journey. And again, we will be watching for next year and uh, hopefully bring home that pro card. So thanks again, guys. And we'll see you guys in the next one.